Due to the outbreak of COVID-19, this podcast has been modified and edited. If you love to fika like me and explore different places, new places to enjoy your cup of coffee, then this is the podcast for you. Hey everyone, I'm Tini and I'm your Fika Drotni. Hey, hey, hey! First of all, I would like to say thank you very much to all of you who are tuning in to this very first episode of Fika Drotni. Fika Drotni. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, everybody. My name is Tini. I am going to be your host for this episode. Well, actually, I am going to be your host for the rest of the episodes of Fika Drotni. So how's everybody today? Hope you had a great weekend with your family and friends. So how did you spend your weekend? I had a pretty, pretty busy week, but I'm happy to be able to spend some time with you and do this recording, the very first episode of Fika Droning. Yes, my very first recording. Woohoo! Yay, hey, me! <laughs> All right, maybe some of you are wondering why do I call my podcast Fika Droning? Mm-hmm. Well, Fika Droning is actually a combination of two Swedish words. The first being Fika and the second word Droning. So Fika, what does it mean? Fika means to have coffee break. Yeah, you like coffee breaks, don't you? So do I. I love it so much that I dub myself Drottning, which means queen. So Fika Drottning is a, well, coffee time queen, if you might say it literally. And yes, and I really do love my coffee and I can't live without my coffee fix. So what kind of coffee do you drink? Maybe you'd like to share with me um, your favorite cup of coffee. It doesn't have to be a hot one. You can tell me if it's a cold one as well. Or do you simply prefer the espresso, just one kloof, and then you go, ding, awoken up in the morning. Anyways, you must be wondering also why I'm doing this. Well, it all boils down to this one particular email that I received from TripAdvisor. Yes, I do contribute to TripAdvisor whenever I travel around and I usually uh, write reviews about the places that I visited, mostly on cafes. Yes, you must have guessed it. Yes, I love to fika. I love to have my coffee. So I always look out for where the locals go to have their cup of coffee. So, you know, you, you want to be um, immersed in the culture of the, the particular place. So you do what the locals do, as they say, do what the Romans do when you're in Rome. So yeah, the email. So what happens was one fine day, I was checking my email as usual, and I found a TripAdvisor email that says, congratulations. So I was like wondering, so congratulations, me? Did I win something? Hmm, this is really interesting. So I click on it and I open up and I was so like, how do you say, surprised in disbelief. It says there you are top 15% um, co- contributor, uh, a reviewer. And I was like, no way, you gotta be kidding me. And I said, read further, I have over 20,000 readers who actually read my reviews and most of them find it helpful. And to all of you out there, thank you so much. And because of you, you have motivated me to come up with this podcast. 
Yay! Give yourself a round of applause. Thank you, thank you so much. I'm so grateful. Mm -hmm. So, the question is, what is fika really? Uh, as I mentioned earlier, fika means to have coffee. And usually you don't um, have your coffee empty-handed. You usually accompany your coffee with either a biscuit or a cookie or a cake or an open sandwich. So the word fika um, derives from a slang word for coffee in the 19th century, which is coffee. So if you invert uh, the word, you get fika. Quite brilliant, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty brilliant. So what's next? So we have covered what? So let's go for the who of fika. So who do you fika with? Well, you can fika with your friends. Usually you can, you do that. Uh, you chill out with your friends. You have coffee. That's fika. Or you can fika with your colleagues. Um, or you, if you're like me, you like to have your me, myself and I time, you can fika all by yourself. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, sometimes we need to take a break from everything else, just spending your time with yourself and just pampering yourself. So that's fine. So yeah, you can fika yourself. So when do you fika? Oh, if you are a fika, drotning of fika kungen. Oh, you fika every time, any time of the day. For me, I have my free breakfast fika in the morning with a cup of coffee, black coffee and a banana and I go out for a workout and then I have my breakfast and somewhere between 10 plus or 11, I would have another fika before lunch. Um, if I have no time for that, early fika, uh, I would make sure that I have fika after lunch or after work, but there's always coffee uh, with me all the time. Uh, so you can have fika any time of the day. Uh, you can have it after lunch, you can have it before dinner, and you can have it before supper. Fika is no boundaries. There's no time limit or schedule for you to follow. So you can have fika at any time. So where do you fika? Uh, most people would like to fika in coffee houses or cafes. You can also have fika at home. Um, yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you have a functional kitchen, you have a coffee maker, uh, the traditional ones or the Lamazoko or the ones that, you know, you see out, um, some brands are, you know, producing this incredible coffee machines. Or you can just have a simple French press. So it doesn't matter um, where you fika, actually. So how do you fika? What's the etiquette of fika? Mm -hmm. So let's say like me, I would go to a konditori or a cafe. I would order my cup of coffee, uh, depending on where I am. For example, if I'm here right now in Singapore, my favorite spot to go is Starbucks. It's because it is, <laughs> it's because, <laughs> I got shocked a little bit there. <laughs> It's because uh, Starbucks provides alternatives to milk and I am lactose intolerant. Uh, that's the reason why I go there. I can have my coffee or my latte with uh, soy milk or oat milk or coconut milk or yeah, whatever milk alternative of, of milk that they have over there. So that's the reason why I go Starbucks, not because I am like atas. You know what, you know what atas means? Uh, people say high maintenance. Well, if you pamper yourself, you know what's good for you. You don't mind uh, pampering yourself with your own money, you know, just to have a little bit fun. Uh, anyways, that's not the point. Um, how do you fika? So if you're having fika with your friends, you usually 
meet at a coffee house or at home. If it's at home, probably you're going to brew your own coffee. Maybe a simple three-in-one is also fine. Or if you have coffee powder, you're going to brew it either French press or if you have a little uh, Lamazoko, you can do it. So it doesn't matter as long as it's coffee. Uh, so what happens if you're not a coffee drinker? Are you forbidden to fika? Mm, you can fika. We close one eye <laughs> for that. So if you're not a coffee drinker, you can drink any other beverages like chocolate drink or tea. Oh, would you like to have your uh, tea with the scones? <laughs> yes, you can have that. Yes, you must have at least something sweet with your beverage. Uh, in Sweden, usually people fika with coffee and kanelbul or cinnamon bun. Ooh, talk about cinnamon buns. They have variety of cinnamon buns over there. Uh, I like the original ones. And my favorite is the kadamumbul which is actually cardamom buns. It sounds very odd, but if you have a chance to taste it, uh, and if you like a little bit of bitter spice thingy going on, why not? You will love it. And it goes very well with your coffee. So I like to have that. Uh, if I feel like a little bit, I want something a little bit sweet, I can always have with like cakes, princess torta. Uh, I can have that as well. Or if it's in February, January, February, I love to fika with my favorite semla. Ooh, how I miss that so much. You know, it's so soft, it's so mums, it's so soft and nice and creamy. And if you eat it with a bowl of warm milk, mmm, yeah, I'm salivating, right? <laughs> So yeah, as long as uh, you have something to have it with you, of course you can have an open sandwich. It's if you're not the calm, the kind of person that likes sweet stuff. Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong. You can have a sandwich. So it's it's very 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 yeah very hello. <laughs> it's very light. It's it's a social event when you have friends with you, so you can catch up with your friends by organizing a fika, chit chat a little bit. Put aside that phones, okay? Put away those mobile phones and have a normal conversation with your friends. So. That is what Fika is all about, socializing, catching up, you know. Fun, 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 fun. Interestingly, uh, fun fact about coffee in Sweden. Let me get my goggles over here because I can't see. The Swedish people, the Swedes, drink on an average of 3.2 cups of coffee every day. And because of these, this factor, Sweden is in the top three of the world's biggest coffee consumers surpassing only by the neighborly Finland and the Netherlands. Isn't it interesting? And do you know that coffee first arrived in Sweden around 1674 and it was only until the 18th century when coffee became fashionable among the wealthy? Well, more fun facts with you next episode of Fee. So, um, how do I get started drinking coffee? Mm-hmm. This is very interesting because honestly, I was not a coffee, not a coffee drinker. When I was a young teenager, a uh, young adult, I hated coffee. I couldn't smell the coffee. My late father used to love drinking coffee and just, ugh, it's disgusting. I just don't like it. Maybe because I'm getting older, I, my taste bud has changed. No, just kidding. <laughs> so how did I became involved into this coffee drinking way before I moved to Sweden. So what happens was uh, way back in the late 1990s or early 
2000. Uh, I was uh, looking for um, school uh, to ed to to do my music. I want to educate myself in my music, and in order to do that, I need to fund myself. Yes, I decided to work for my education, and the school that I was attending was at Marina Square. Uh, back then, Marina Square doesn't look like what it looked like now. Uh, it's beautiful now, and Starbucks was not on that level where it is now. It was at the uh, first floor. Um, where you can have that connection to Suntech City. Yes, I still remember where it is. So after I registered myself, um, enrolled myself in the school, mm -hmm, yeah, those were the days where you actually have to physically go to the school, submit your um, application form together with your um, qualifications, certificates and stuff like that. So as I was going down after submitting everything, paying my school fees uh, for the first month, and I just went down, I went like, yeah, why don't I, you know, uh, get a job? So I can go to school in the evening, the classes in the evening anyways. I can work in the morning. So that's what I did and I saw Starbucks. So I went for, um, to ask whether they are looking for people and they give me this um, application form. I went to, to sign it and the next thing I know, I was called back for an interview, which I was very grateful for. So, and then from there, that is where I learned to understand about coffee a little bit more because what we did is we have to go on training. Um, they teach us a lot about how to make uh, different types of coffee. Uh, you, you learn a lot about the coffee beans coming from different countries, how they taste like. So you have this taste, uh, what do you call it, taste testing. Uh, you have to teach your palates how to identify whether the, the coffee is acidic or is it alkaline or is it fruity or is it woody so it's it's a little bit more um it's a little bit like wine tasting uh, you learn about uh, coffee the different types of coffee uh, they also um you know you learn about the different ways of brewing coffee so from there i began my appreciation for coffee um yeah and i tried different different coffees after after that not try different from brands i shall not mention brands over here different, different types of places but back then it was quite limited to just starbucks and coffee bin you don't really see this other like costa coffee and joe and doe if i'm not wrong yeah you don't really see that much of um coffee cafes in those days but now it's great there's it's, there's a lot of cafes so you're spoiled for choices to go anywhere for fee god you have no excuse <laughs> Right, so that's that's how I became, um, I wouldn't say coffee addictive, am I? Because I really need my coffee every day, at least once a day, at least minimum. I can drink coffee and still sleep. That's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> but you don't want to drink too much coffee though. <laughs> Everything has to be uh, balanced, like my friend Chester always say, maintain balance. Right, Chester? <laughs> yeah, so that's how I became involved with coffee drinking. And then fast forward till a couple of years back, I moved to Sweden and I was studying there and I made friends. My Swedish friends were like, come, let's join us for Fika. And I was like, oh, what is that? You know, so they, they teach me, sort of like they introduced me to the Fika culture. And I was somehow addicted to it. I would say I need to go out. Uh, I wouldn't say I need to go out. I need to have Fika 
quite often because it's such a relaxing time. I mean, we Singaporeans are always so busy, rushing here, rushing there. The Swedes really know how to chill, yeah. So, <laughs> so I learned how to relax. I learned that it's okay to stop working for a bit, just to have that coffee break. It's not the end of the world if you you know have a break you know you deserve that so you need to have a break in between your work i would suggest companies do that you know at 10 o'clock you know everybody have a coffee in the office and then go back to work i think it's pretty productive if you do that giving your uh, colleagues or workers a time and space to take a break from work 15 20 minutes and then they go back to work i think they'll be more productive yeah should try it i i, I would strongly suggest this to all offices and companies <laughs> all right mm. so um i was there and i have lots of friends who always take me out to fika and when i'm busy in the studio my best friend would always make sure that i would have time for him to, <laughs> to spend fika with him because my best friend works with a train in in sweden and every time when he passed by or stopped by stockholm he'll always let me know the night before and say hey Oh, Tiddy, please, I'm free tomorrow, I'm coming down, you know, make sure you have time for me uh, to have Fika and lunch. They're like, okay, you can never turn down Mikkel because he's such an awesome friend. So that's it, that's, that's how I became, you know, Fika Droning. <laughs> Alright everybody, I think I'm just gonna leave you right here and have a wonderful day today. And I hope to see you, well, here, <laughs> I hope to, <laughs> yeah, I hope to see you. I hope you stick around and join me next time in episode 2 of Be Kind Drop. See you around and be kind.